Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sex, drugs, and secrets. We got steroids all over the school. Are Bryce and Alex friends? And Monty has a secret of his own. Stay tuned. We got all the details coming up. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning in. We are talking all things 13 Reasons Why, Season 3, Episode 5, Nobody's Clean. I want to say hello to you guys. My name is Monica Ortega, taking over for Danny right now. Hi guys, my name is Cammy. She is back from Season 2, y'all. Yes. She was here for the Season 2 after show of 13 Reasons Why. So yeah. welcome back. Thank, Thank you for you. joining Thank me. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. This episode had so much stuff. So from all of the drugs in the school, Clay seems to have a little bit of a secret of his own. Monty definitely has a secret. And then Bryce and Alex are bonding, which is a little bit strange. Stay tuned because we also have our special segment and some news. So kicking things off, Cammy, what are your overall thoughts of this episode? Oh, okay. This episode really tripped me out. Um, I had a lot of guesses from the beginning that I was just like, oh, okay. So this is what Ani is leading with the narration. This, like, I'm over here, like, picking pieces, like, oh, it must be Alex. Alex is doing this, or he, he, him and Bryce, you know, had something. Like, I'm coming up with all these guesses, and none of it was right. And I think that's what I really appreciate about this show, is that they're just always throwing all these twists and turns at us that we just never see coming. Totally. I feel like every single episode, I think I've got it figured out, or I'm getting some answers to some questions, and I'm like, okay, I got this. Yeah. And then the next episode comes, and this one just left me with so many more questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're not even halfway through yet. I this know. Is crazy. We're only on episode five. Okay, so let's get into it. So this episode kicks off. They just found all of the steroids in the river, and Alex is freaking out, which we're kind of like, why is Alex freaking out, right? So then they go into the school, and they're searching everybody's lockers. What did you think? Like, did you immediately think that Alex was using? Why was he so skittish? Or did that completely surprise you? Um, It completely surprised me. I've never seen steroids before, so I had no idea that that's what it actually was. Um, But then, you know, through watching um, the first few minutes, we start to see that everything is starting to link to Alex. So I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what this is about. And we know his history, you know, with Jess. So I'm, it's starting to make sense to me. But still, I'm, I still felt like perhaps maybe even Monty, there's something big on Monty because as we're seeing the camera sort of hover over everyone as they're checking the locker room, we're seeing a lot of Monty. So I'm, I, I thought Monty's like setting him up or something. You know, yeah. or with the drugs. I didn't, I didn't really know what to think of it, but I just felt like there was some link between Alex and Monty. See, I didn't get the link right off the bat. Mm. I was 
I thought he was covering for somebody, but I wouldn't have thought Monty right off the bat. Mm. Um, I kind of forget that Alex is on the football team, even. <laughs> uh, wasn't ju- he? Justin. Well, Alex was on the football team? No, so he just trains with them. Yeah, is that he, I think he just trains. Okay, because yeah. I was like, how did he even get involved with this? But oh, I forgot yeah. he trains mm-hmm. with Zach. Exactly. And that's what led to all of this. Yeah. And it makes sense with the whole Jess thing, mm-hmm. but it definitely threw me off at the beginning, for, for sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah, so... We find out that Alex is doing drugs, and then Justin seems a little bit freaked out as well, which we've kind of talked about a little bit in the first few episodes, that season two ends when we think that Justin is clean, Mm -hmm. and then they show him using, and then they haven't really addressed that yet. So do you think he's using? I don't know. Right? In this episode, he's like you said, he's freaking out. He's checking his bags. He's checking for something. I mean, it could it could be drugs. I wouldn't be surprised though, because yeah. I mean, having to go through that healing process, you know, did he actually fully heal and recover yeah. from from drugs? And and if not, then there is a good chance he could go back. Right? So I wouldn't be surprised. I hope not though, because Justin Justin is he's getting somewhere. I like yeah, him. Yeah, I don't want him to I fall like back. Him, Justin. Yeah, I was really thrown off when. He didn't seem to care that Clay was freaking out at the prince, mm-hmm. which that whole thing in this episode was throwing me off. That Clay was really freaked out at the prince. Yes. Did I miss something where he was in the car? Or is that like, we haven't figured that out yet? I was like, I don't think we figured it out yet. I was like, I don't remember him being in Bryce's car, but obviously this is a huge piece of it. Yeah. And he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then for Justin to be like, no, I don't really care why. There's something there. For sure. Uh, I just love Justin so much, and that shouldn't—I shouldn't be biased in that way. But I just don't see Justin in any way killing Bryce. I just don't think he has that anger in him anymore for him. I feel like he's gone. Well, that's actually—I mean, Jess. <laughs> I love the two of them so much. <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll I will see. say, I don't think he did it because of his reaction when he found out. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows who did. I think he's somehow involved in covering something up. And I think that's a great point. Because we do see in this episode Jess holding this um, cassette. The bloody with blood. And I, I do believe we saw it at a certain point earlier in the season. I think we saw that maybe in the first episode. I think it was the first episode. Yes. It was like how it opened. Yeah. Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jess has something to do with with Bryce's death and Justin is covering. Oh, I feel like every single episode, I don't know who did it and I keep switching. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's gotta be Zach. Oh, it's gotta be Jess. Like, I just, ah, I I agree though. I cannot see Justin doing it for sure. All right. So we find out that there's drugs all over the school. Everybody's freaking out and they're trying to figure out who's dealing. So they start with this kid, Luke. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back to Bryce, which I thought they made such a good point when they were like, why would Bryce deal? He doesn't need the money. And they were like, yeah. it's a control thing. So powerful. Especially because he's kind of losing control of yeah. everything around him. Especially the school that he used to go to and perhaps still wants right? to keep that, yeah. like, like they said, in control. So that ends up tying Monty, Bryce, and Alex together, mm-hmm. which... We kind of find out a lot about Monty, which we've been talking about for a few episodes now that we really want to know why he's such a horrible human. (laughs) So, so Ani and Clay follow him to his place. Yeah. What did you think of that whole scene? 
Um, I well, it's sad to see Monty going through as much as he is going through. Um, I mean, there's no sp- stability in his life. Um, and that was his father, correct? That we I see? believe so. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when I, first of all, I am, I was kind of annoyed in, at that part because I do feel like Ani and, um, Clay are doing a little too much. I agree. Like, why are you following him? Yeah. Why are you sticking around to see all this? Like you could get hurt and Monty is not one to play with. He's that, not. Oh my gosh. That is the one thing that made me so angry about yes. this episode <laughs> that they didn't drive away. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand why you would confront him, mm-hmm. let him know that you're following him. Yes. Like, that whole scene. And I'm actually really surprised that Monty didn't beat the crowd. I know, out of didn't him. go after them. Yeah. I was a little, like, on edge, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing was weird. And even the way they confronted him. Like, hey, is that blood? Right. Uh, uh, Bryce's blood? I was like, whoa. Honestly, getting a little crazy. not how you confront <laughs> this she, man. She's getting a little too comfortable, yes. I think. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've got a lot to talk about with Monty. But first, I think you have something yes, to tell everybody. I do, guys. Before we continue talking about Monty, I just want to say, we just want to say thank you for tuning in to After Buzz. Um, we appreciate you guys com- um, tuning in and watching us and leaving your comments. Um, if you're on YouTube right now, please hit that thumbs up button. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But wherever you are, please leave us a comment so that you can join in on the conversation. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to us. Um, you guys tuning in, uh, joining in on the conversation, us hearing your opinions on these shows, uh, we truly value and appreciate. So we just ask that you keep coming back and you let your friends know about us, and uh, we'll be continuing to make these great shows. Absolutely. Great job. All right. So somebody in the live chat, hold on. We got to give some shout outs because if y'all are joining on the live chat, we definitely want to say hey to you. So Valentina says she can't believe that the actor who plays Monty is 32. I I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. All right. So we were just talking in the last one about who we could date. Apparently, I could date Monty. Not that I I would want to. He's an amazing actor. He's a great actor. Actor, by the way. Yeah. If anybody can make you hate their character that much, they're such a good actor. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, anyway. All right. So Monty, we are learning a lot about him. We find out his dad is an alcoholic Mm -hmm. and abusive. And then they start digging some more. And they follow him outside the school. They find out this Winston Williams guy in an envelope that says he's not going to talk. So when they're digging into that, they find out about this party. What did you think about that? Um, I knew from the get-go <laughs> kind of what was going to happen. Really? Just, I mean, just from okay. the way he sipped his tea or whatever it was, his latte, Yeah, it seemed something was juicy. Like, we're about to get into some tea right now is is what I We're about to saw. get into some tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what I saw. Is that, is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> but seriously, and, and I just knew, like, okay, here's this guy, and he's like... There, there's this connection between him and Monty, and this connection seems something that he's not doesn't want to talk about. Um, yeah. And then we see this party, and then I knew it. I was just like, "Yep, Monty and him." Yeah, there's some. They had something. I thought either they knew each other from before, mm. but I immediately got the chemistry thing. Yeah. Also, a testament to the actors that literally in one look, I was like, "Oh, something's going down." Yeah. Okay, so he goes into the room with this Winston guy. 
we were kind of talking about this before the show. This is, I'm, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I was like, is he gay? Is it a just a sex thing for him? Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, no. When we were talking about it, I had to question it, too. Like, it could just be... I mean, yeah, he could be gay, but also it could just be something that he just enjoys. Because yeah. it didn't seem... I don't. Okay, I it, it's it's tricky, right? Because um, I I don't think you you can just identify a person as gay just because they are um, involved in in like sexual relations with another man, right? I think, and I may have this wrong. I'm no expert, by the way, but I think it, it's yeah. who you prefer to be with, right? Like who you, you'd want to. Like, and what I guess do you I should identify say gay as? Or bisexual. Yeah, or bisexual. That doesn't, yeah. yeah. Um, so it could just be that he enjoys yeah. the act. Um, or he is gay. And maybe we'll figure that out yeah. as we move more into the following episodes. I got the impression that he's gay and he's ashamed of it very mm-hmm. much by that whole scene that he didn't even want to acknowledge what was happening. Yeah. And then the fact that he beat him up afterwards. Yes. And it's not even like the guy was going to say anything. That really surprised me. I felt that. Yeah. You know, like the moment he said, hey, it was nice to meet you. I was like, whoa. Yep. It's going down. Monty's not. Going down. He's definitely not going to appreciate that. Yeah. And then it happened. And it's Do so you bad. Think that Bryce knows? Because he was so quick to go and stand up for him. Mm-hmm. Which, again, for as bad as these guys are. I do appreciate their friendship. Yes. In a weird, messed up way. That he was, like, real quick to jump in there. Yeah. And be like, I will take care of this, no problem. But I kind of think he might know. There's a prediction. Least... <laughs> okay. a prediction. What if, what if Monty has once professed his love to Bryce? <gasps> I could totally see that <laughs> happening. And then now Bryce knows this about Monty, and therefore why he was able to sort of catch on to what happened at the party. That would totally make sense. And, I mean, they were friends, so he's going to be emotional no matter what. Yes. But when they confront him outside of his house and he's, like, near tears and he was like, he was my best friend. Yeah. That's even deeper if he had feelings for him. Yeah. Exactly. So good. Again, guys, do not give us spoilers. We are (laughs) watching it one episode at a time so that we can do these for you. So please leave us comments. Just don't tell us what happens. But some interesting theories going on there. Yeah. And somehow Alex gets roped into all of this because he's there to get the steroids. Yeah. And he sees it all. I think it's so interesting that he tells the guy, like, they're not my friends. But from that... And from hanging out with Bryce, they have this weird friendship mm-hmm. almost that forms over what I assume is cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they, I don't know what it is. What do you think it is about those two that they like somehow bond with each other? Is it just about the drugs? I think it goes back to also just Bryce and the whole control thing. Right. You think Bryce is doing it for control? It could possibly be because Bryce mm-hmm. seems to keep popping up and... All the lives of people we wouldn't expect and mm-hmm. people that hate him. Um, and he's somehow doing them favors. Um, but then also I could see the good side to it is that Bryce just wants to be loved and wants real friends. You I, know, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think he was used to being 
the king of the school. Mm -hmm. So that control probably feels really good and really natural to him. But I think he just really wants friends. Yeah. And And I think the only way he knows how to make them is at parties with drugs. Like giving them what they want. Yeah, you know? being the cool guy. It's like the parent that gives the kids presents for love. Yes. It's kind exactly. of like Yes, that. that's exactly because this is what how he was raised. He was only yeah. given things and yeah. never really like love. Just given material things. Yep. To cover for that. So he's just used to it and that's his way of doing it. And I think that's why he forms this relationship with Alex is because totally. he sees he's in need of something and he gives it to him and they bond off it that way. Yeah. Weird way. So then Clay and Ani keep digging and they take him to the gym. <laughs> they get on his phone and they jump on his Venmo and realize he's, he's got money going to Bryce for the drugs, which they know. Mm-hmm. And also this woman. Yeah. So they go to the woman. They find out that Alex and Bryce have been seeing her and she is a hooker. Yes. I do feel like they kind of bonded a little bit over that. I mean, it may have started with the drugs, but it was also the whole, like, no women touching them. Yeah. And it did feel like kind of a bro moment Mm -hmm. of, like, let me help you out with that. For sure. For sure. Which is very weird. Weird. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes I'm like, these kids are in high school. I I know. I always forget. Oh, my goodness. Right? (laughs) But it was sweet in a way, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So they find that out. And then they cut to the scene where they're doing drugs in the car, and Bryce says, let's go mess up my dad's house. Justifies it, says, it's no big deal because I live there too, so it's basically like messing up my own house. It's not breaking and entering. And then it goes from there. Yeah. How did you feel about that whole thing? That scene in particular was really hard to watch, um, especially for seeing the kid that comes through and is terrified and pisses on himself it was so hard to watch and so sad and at that point i was just like oh here's the bryce that we do not like right so insensitive has no emotion or no, no sympathy for people but again it's like i know he's dealing with all so much just from his yeah. upbringing and all of that um but it was still really reckless and yeah. ridiculous for him to say everything that he said to that child. I think it was interesting because that whole scene, it's like they're partying and bonding and like tearing up this house. And you're thinking, oh, this is cathartic. And the dad's yeah. a jerk anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then it takes such a turn mm-hmm. when the kid's there and they realize that they're at the wrong house. Yeah. And it really did kind of separate the two personalities of Alex going, hold on a second. This is not who I want to be. Yeah. And I feel like Bryce, when he gets in these situations, like parties or drinking or letting his anger out, it's almost like he goes into a zone that he doesn't realize. Mm -hmm. And it kind of felt like that. Like, he's Mm -hmm. in this mode where he's tearing things up and he's in that place and this kid comes in and there was no, like, shutting it off. It's like he just kept going. Yeah. And it was an interesting moment for Alex and him, well, for Alex to realize this is not a friendship Mm -hmm. and this is not somebody that I want to be a part of. And it kind of brought Alex back to everything that he did too. But yeah, that was a heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. And it it reminds it like personally, it it reminds me of like those friendships that you'll have. It's just like, Oh, it's fun. It's like, it's kind of like, these are just acquaintances you just want to party with, you just want to have fun with. But then the minute it takes you beyond what you would ever expect, you know like pushes your limits then you you realize like it's not actual true friendship and this isn't what it is and that's for sure what happened with alex i thought this 
episode was interesting in the fact that they've kind of been playing into the sympathy a little bit with Bryce. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird thing because we've hated him for two seasons. <clears throat> yeah. And then they've shown like him and Ani bonding and him getting beat up and all these things where you kind of start to feel for him. And in this episode, it's like it flipped a yes. script. Mm-hmm. Like between the break-in, the prostitute a little bit, but then the anger that he shows to Ani. Yeah. Like that seemed to just come out of nowhere and all of a sudden, it seems to come out of nowhere, but then we remember that this is literally who he was for the yeah. first two seasons. Yeah. But but even in that moment, at least in that moment when he yelled at Ani, well, he didn't really yell at her. It was built up anger that he expressed um i thought uh, i empathized with him there like i felt for him there um he said something really uh important where he's just like you know between my grandfather and then my father you know where am i going to end up and it was at that moment i realized like wow this Mm -hmm. guy actually is thinking about his life and is actually perhaps even wants to be better. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to end up on either the spectrum of where his, you know, parents yeah. or his father and his grand um, granddad. A lies. thousand percent. And mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting in this episode that they did show more of the grandfather. Yeah. And more of who he was. And, and like, and he is not a nice racism person. and mm. him saying like, boys will be boys and he should blow off steam. And then come full circle to the end where his mom finally tells him that Bryce is dead and his reaction. What did you do? Oh, like it just explained so much of who Bryce has become and who he's afraid of being. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a great point. It's a very Mm -hmm. interesting character to have. And then especially to have Ani and her mom in the house to really like showcase that yeah. and just bring out all of that hate and all those issues too. Yeah. I think it's um I think it's really clever of the showrunners to to have uh, Ani mm-hmm. in in the show to be able to show that side of Bryce because I think uh, there's so much truth to the show because I see I know with a lot of um when we think of rapists we'll only think of one one idea, right? Mm-hmm. These criminals, they've done something bad, but we don't actually get to see the other side yeah. of them, too. And I think this show at least allows us to see everyone in, like, 3D, like, full on who they are, their yes. good side, their bad side. Um, yeah. A thousand percent. And actually, Amy Wee says... I don't care what the haters say. Ani is my favorite character this season. Yes. She's so good. I love having somebody on the outside coming into the situation. And one thing that actually that we talked about um, during the last after show for episode four is we had a weird theory mm-hmm. that Ani and Bryce may have been connected before or may have had an incident between the two of them somewhere in this eight months. Mm-hmm. Where, like a bad incident? Yeah. Okay. Like okay. where he sexually assaulted her um, that could have led, this is a very long theory, that <laughs> <talked> <laughs> yeah. her, but that could have led to her doing something. And I thought it was interesting the moment where he gets angry with her and she does finally see that side of him. Yeah. And then for the mom to come in and say, like, stay away from him, be very careful. Yes. That, that scene was crazy. And the right? way she said it, 
was and it's just the continuing thing of her she's mm-hmm. um first on to to the point about the mom like I, I she's just so very cautious about her son yeah and it's scary you know to have to be a mother and have to tell people to stay away from your son like that that's hard yeah but she just knows how far he can go um and to your point about ani uh, about ani when i when she opened up the first episode She's like scrubbing the yeah the the cloth or She's whatever got with blood the blood on a t shirt or something. That's I had that thought too. Yeah. Like oh, she perhaps was linked to Bryce. Bryce did something, and that's she probably I'm ended up killing I'm, him. I'm thinking there's some weird connection between the two of them that we yeah. haven't seen yet, which mm-hmm. would be very interesting if she came into this whole scenario already having known him and like inserting herself within the friends. Yeah, because in. I think, again, the the showrunners just are very smart. And I think there's there's so much more to it that I I feel we're going to find out. And we're going to understand this connection. Every single episode, like we said, I keep thinking of somebody (laughs) new and I'm so confused. Yeah. Okay. So at the end, she tells – the mom tells um, the grandfather – that Bryce is dead, which I thought it was also a really interesting episode for his mom because she's been so cold this mm-hmm. whole time. And this episode in particular, she started to really break down. Like when she found out at the very beginning of the episode that he had been hurt and that there was yeah. blood. And then when she struggled to tell her father that he was gone, you know, I mean, there was a lot of moments where you actually did see some humanity in yes. her mm-hmm. and it wasn't so cold. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. But. She tells Ani to go and get his cane, mm-hmm. and Ani goes into the garage, and she's going through all these sports cars, and then the last one. So she turns it over. It's this red car, and I, it didn't look like the car was... It just looked like the windows were out. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any theories about whose it is or what it could be or... I I can't I can't even think of anything like I don't I yeah. don't know what that car is connected to. All those three cars she was going through them all, and I'm trying to figure out right because what the significance. Clay was worried about his prince being in the in Bryce's car, but it was like a SUV. I can't y- think yeah, of what kind, like a Jeep. Yeah, right? so that's the one he was saying like, oh my gosh, my prince are going to be in that. Yeah. Or was he thinking the red car? I don't know. Perhaps. I was so confused. Perhaps, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. But and then, then now we'll see. My whole thing is like, it can't be Clay, because why is he trying so hard to figure this out if it's him? That's true. Uh, <laughs> that's true. I'm curious, you guys in the chat, what yes. do you think if you have this not red seen car it, is linked to? And there's no spoilers. Please let us know. Anthony says it's hard not to blurt out spoilers. We appreciate you not blurting it out. We really do. It's so much more fun for us to really? not know what's coming up. All right. I just hope Ani won't disappear next season. Yeah, I know. It's really tough. I did like the way that they kind of ended Hannah's portion. Mm-hmm. Like, we all loved Hannah. Yeah. But it was such a brilliant moment when she walked out of the funeral. Oh, and like. Yeah, and it was also kind of like a closing the chapter. Like, we knew at that point that she wasn't coming back. So I think it's an interesting way that they've done it, bringing in Ani for this. And I was going to say we haven't had enough time with her, although she's narrating, like, every episode. But I feel like she, because she's so new, I 
I would hope she'd come back. I'm just so amazed that she's jumped into the friend group so, so quickly. quickly. I like, agree. To the point where they're like sharing a lot of secrets. A lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's and that that's the only sort of uh, thing that I'm like taken aback by, yeah. like how quickly she she knows everything. Like yeah. she's trying to figure out everything. She literally knows everything, and they don't even know everything. By yeah, each other. they all have secrets on each other. Mm-hmm. But, but she, knows. she knows everything. But she's saying Mont- Monty or yeah. or she's you know as she's narrating, she's saying all these people have the the biggest secrets. Yeah, how does she know all this? Maybe she's kind of like Tyler, and she follows him around and like because you know you used to take pictures. Yeah, and do that a little bit. True. All right, so that leads us to special segments. Oh, so we have a special segment here. We're doing Who Done It because every single episode it seems to change. Yes. So based on this episode, <laughs> who do you think did it? Right? Is this not like <laughs> <Yes>. the best? <laughs> I want like uh, a fedora <laughs> just for this part. <laughs> um honestly, I from this episode, I would have to say Jess did it. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's who I was gonna go yeah. with. The blood. It's the bloody tape. Yeah. But then, I'm like, but then it could be Ani, or is Ani, Ani covering for Jess? I don't know. There's so mm. many questions. Yeah. But I think based on this episode, you're right. I think it's Jess. Yep. So, all right. Well, that <clears throat> takes us to our news. What do you yes. got for us? Um, ooh. All right. So, as you all know, since... 13 Reasons Why has been released ever since season one. There has been a lot of controversy around it. Um, Parents, organizations, there have also been protests that have sprang up from just the distaste of the suicide um, in the show and how it was filmed on on camera um, to the the point that 13 Reasons Why has edited edited out that scene. Um, So in recent news, um, according to Fox 13 News, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City School District has sent home to parents um, a letter discouraging them, discouraging their kids to not, to watch, to not watch 13 Reasons Why. Um, and this is all due to concerns expressed by organizations like the National Association of School Psychologists and the Society for the Prevention of Teen Suicide. Um, as you can see, there there's the letter. Um, just a snippet of it. I would read it, but... My eyes can't really see. <laughs> but that's just a snippet of it. Um, again, they're just, they discourage the kids that um, there are some sensitive topics in there. But the cool thing about it and what I do like what they did was that they provide some um, ways that parents can talk to their kids about um, suicide and if they are dealing with any, um, any sort of... Uh, thoughts around it or if they know their friends might be dealing with thoughts around it so um the full list isn't there because this is a screenshot but they did do that in the letter which was nice but um again there's still some some um schools organizations that still feel strongly about um this show and that it shouldn't be aired how do you feel about that um i i um i understand their concern as anyone would feel 
that anything that could harm their kids or any sort of viewing that could harm their kids in any way should be monitored. Um, but what I, what I mentioned before and what I really do love about 13 Reasons Why is that they're bringing such important topics to light. Um, abortion, immigration, um, su- suicide, all these things that we don't typically or people like to throw under the rug and not talk about 13 Reasons Why is bringing it to life. And this is what I see as what art in, in, in film should be about or part of it should be about is bringing truth and bringing to light issues so that we can have conversations around them. Um, so I, I, I am not against 13 Reasons Why. I do enjoy the show and I think it's important. And I think a, a way that we could do this is, you know, parents or schools should send home letters and telling like they did here, maybe not discouraging them to not watch it, but sending them uh, ways on how they can guide their kids through watching it and having conversations about it. I totally agree. I think the show has done a really good job as well to provide different resources. One thing we've talked about on here as well, um, if you're struggling with any of these things or you want to learn more about these issues, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, abortion, all of these hard topics that they talk about, they have really good resources at 13reasonswhy.info. Um, so check that out. But yes, I agree that parents should talk to their kids, you know, watching it in groups. They they have different suggestions for that. So, yeah. But in, in terms of discouraging kids from talking about these things yeah I disagree with that mm-hmm. but interesting that schools are still having an issue with yeah. that okay well on that heavy note we're getting <laughs> to the end of this one here one thing that i really loved is this really dealt with a lot of masculinity versus feminine feminine i can't talk femininity (laughs) the whole issue of masculinity with steroids and stuff like that did you Mm -hmm. have any other overall thoughts of this episode and everything that it covered um i just thought it was a beautiful way for ani to open it up the way she did Mm -hmm. um let me see if i wrote down the quote um uh, what it means to be a man or a woman is going away that people are starting to become more fluid. I thought it was just such a beautiful way to open it and for us to see what that, what she actually meant by that. Yeah. And I think um, something that we didn't, we, we kind of like skipped over um, was the, the prostitute. Was she, is she a prostitute? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how Alex cried yeah. on, on her, showed his emotion. Showed his emotion. And I thought that that part was really uh important to to the to the episode because here's this guy that he's trying to find an outlet and and trying to find his masculinity and whatever that means you know mm-hmm. for him but now he just he just needs to cry and and this woman that's supposed to just be there for sex is actually there to console him and yeah let him express his emotions Beautiful and i think moment. it's important um that at least from this episode i think something we could take away is that uh this whole notion around men having to be men and and having to not express you know how they truly feel like that is what causes a lot of issues you know and it's important that we allow boys men to express how they feel in a safe and healthy way and and not have to hold them to this expectation of of being always ha- having to be put together because it's not realistic. 
I love that. That is a great note and a great takeaway. So on that note, <laughs> that is going to be it for us on this episode. Go ahead, Cammie. Tell them where they can find you. Yes, guys. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kamisha Latour. And my name is Monica Ortega. You can find me on social media at Monica Go Show. That's it for us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 